And we're live. So what's up, buddy? Oh, man. All good. All good. A little bit tired, a little bit stiff. But that's my my age starting to show. I've got a, I've got a soft topic that I want to talk about, which is um, like making tech decisions. Hmm. Interesting. And is and is it and, and and is it really a technical thing or an emotional thing? Well, this is something I've already uh, talked about when I was on JS Jabber. I I called it. Do you have Dev FOMO? Okay. No, no, no. I'm not. But but not it's 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 kind of it relates. I'm not saying it's exactly the same. Yeah. Right. But I'm I saying mean, we've had those we've had those experiences uh, working together, right? Where um, talking about more of like you know we need to make a decision as a team, you know, like whatever. What? Um, how do we manage uh, form state? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so let me back that up. My experiences are that a lot of the times these types of decisions have a lot of um, politics in them. And I don't mean like politics in, in terms of like, you know, right and left, but politics in terms of like, you know politics um, people politics just people politics exactly i mean things that have to do with like your um you know your confidence and your relationship with the person that you know suggests something your previous experiences um it's also the size of the team you're working with i guess and right. you know there are a lot of factors that go into making decisions that revolve around your tech stack right it's also popularity right but like what do you think you know um i feel there's a story behind why you wanted to talk about this how about you start from there so that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, you know, um, it's just like you know, some we're working on this like um, monorepo infrastructure at work, mm -hmm. and um, we need to sort of make the decision between this very like involved Google style uh, monorepo. Mm -hmm. where um, you have this very like rigid um, system where you like manage everything at the top level, sort of this like single version uh, mentality. Um, and you have this like very rigid sort of system where all packages inside of the monorepo need to sort of conform to. Mm -hmm. um, or go with more of like the learner style monorepo or like every package is like fairly, you know, independent and you, you mostly use a monorepo to share, um, to sort of share code between packages, you know? Yeah. So let's start with maybe why do you need a monorepo for your needs, your requirements right now? Your... How big of a team are you working with? How many people are are contributing to the code base? This is like a fairly small team. I would say that like the main purpose of the monorepo at uh, at this point is to to easily share, uh, you know, easily sort of you know um, use same libraries mainly you know like design system component library blah blah, blah stuff like that mm -hmm. right i would say that's like the main motivation 
Um, now, just a question. Why would you need a monorepo if you're a small team and your requirements right now are just sharing specific, like like you're saying, design system or component libraries? So or that's why, also like, why not that's all, go the route of like NPM packages or some other sort of solution. So you see, that's exactly like the funny thing about decision making, right? Like there's no, I mean, you agree that there is no one right solution, right? You like, we, <laughs> like anything right? in software development, it always depends. And it's like, I right. hate being a broken record. And it always like that boils down to most of the answers you get when trying to decide between this kind of tech or that kind of tech or this database or that database or this front-end framework or that front-end framework. It's always, it depends on what right. these are, what is like the motivation for it, what is the learning curve. So I'm, I'm even taking this, I'm even, in, even taking this one step forward and saying that it's not even about the right tool for the job per se, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's way more complicated than that. It's about what you have experience with in your team. It's about the, the balance of power, you know, mm -hmm. uh, socially. It's about like um, confidence. It's about relationships. Uh, because it, it's about like pain pain points that you've had in the past. It's about your past, right? Because talking about this like monorepo thing. Um, so obviously you can go with a monorepo, you can go with like multiple repos, but probably the reason- Or you can I go with a monolith. <laughs> I know it's not can... trendy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in our specific situation, we're talking about like multiple applications in the same repo that need to consume like a, let's say like a design system, right? So monolith would probably like not, not um, work out in this regard. But I'm saying that like, you know, um, probably the reason why specifically here where I work, it, it was very like obvious from the get-go that this is something that um, we want is because um, we have this big project um, that is not built this way. And there's a lot of pain coming from like manually needing to like bump, you know, design system or not getting, you know, working on your like application and needing to make some changes to your design system and not getting that immediate feedback. Right. Right. So like, obviously people have had some pain with it, but like you say, right, you, for example, right, where you haven't necessarily had that pain, right? So, so, so you look at that and you're like, why? This is like pure overhead. Like, why would we do that? You know? And actually, actually, I'll just say this just for, before you kind of uh, damn me for being anti-monorepo. <laughs> Right. As I have put on like my uh, to do or or um whatever ticket board, like research Turbo Repo, right? And NX, Narwhal's NX. Now, this is something I've already kind of done in two past jobs I've had, which is I felt the pain, I understood the need, I wanted to see if that route would work for us. And Again, because of what you're describing and having the, you know, the difficulty to to make decisions or who is the decision maker, then it kind of either got pushed back to the backlog or deemed not important enough at the time, or or maybe at and in the last place I was in, we just deemed it unnecessary or overhead for just migrating all the applications that we had into, into it. Again, buy-in in terms of business, the business perspective, right? So again, you, it's also about making the case to why would this make an impact, right? Or right, how? but I think, 
I think like the important part to understand here is that when I'm trying to convince you of a monorepo, let's say for and as, as an example, you know, hypothetically, I don't think I'm talking to like, I don't think that like, um, you need to only think about like the rational, technical, you know, um, why is a monorepo better for our use case than blah, blah, blah. You need to think about like your experiences, right? And also you need to think about like, um, how do I connect with you personally in a way where you will listen to what I have to say, right? Because let's say like you're, I'm a person that you hate, Mm-hmm. okay in the co- in the company it doesn't even have like, to be that. maybe you're a new engineer coming into my team and then you're like oh exactly. this sucks we need a mono repo exactly so mm-hmm. you're like in, in, your immediate reaction would be like it doesn't like it doesn't matter how good the case would be right right it doesn't matter because you don't trust that person and like right. anything that he that he suggests like you would initially doubt right um that's what i'm saying it's like way more it's way trickier than like uh just like the right tool for the job it's it's way more um human you know uh yeah but it's a funny thing to say because you know in the end of the day we're we live in a society right and all work and even tech boils down to how people interact with each other absolutely i'm just saying this because i feel like a lot of the time as developers we like to say stuff like pick the right tool for the job right mm-hmm. there's a lot yeah is, a lot of magic phrases in, in tech right which is bullshit to me because it's not about there's no first of all there's no right tool and um and it doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter if there is a tool that is, you know, quote unquote, better for the job, right? Mm-hmm. If like the person suggesting that tool is not somebody that I trust, mm-hmm. right? Right. Then I will have a very, very difficult time, you know, um, opening my my mind to, to this tool, even if, you know, it ticks all the boxes, it checks all the boxes and like, uh you know i I know exactly Um, what you mean it's funny because i just like something similar is right now happening like all the time right these things and like animosities between groups that believe or have some sort of beliefs that something some tool or some framework or something is better than something else right so i was just i just saw this tweet um was it right well, the solid the, the solid guy yeah solid guy and uh and Ryan Florence. Florence hashing it out yeah. and it's like I get a feeling that again these times this era okay post-covid era people got more more sensitive much more sensitive much more you know, holding their grounds about the, about their beliefs or reconsidering their beliefs and not only in tech, right? Like everything, like this whole, the, the great uh, reassessment or resignation, people are rethinking what they believe in, what is right for them. And, and, and I think it, it trickles down like to everything and anything, right? So... The tweet I'm I'm referring to is is Ryan Carniato, if I'm pronounce his name like even though I've heard his name many many times, and he was yeah. like subtweeting Ryan Florence, yeah, yeah about this uh, new uh, enabled time slice, deferred. yeah, with the start yeah, the, deferred API. yeah, the yeah. deferred API and how it's gonna bring up your your lighthouse scores and he subtweeted and said this is an example of what he's worried about right so saying it's not a silver bullet and if we don't if we do less hydration we're just pushing it later it will eventually come up to bite us 
right? And then there was Ryan kind of went in and kind of said that it tried to kind of explain so it doesn't block scroll anymore with the same amount of work. It's a it 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 has UX benefits, right? But then, and, and this is the sensitivity part, and people kind of talking back and, and having these uh, discussions saying, you and other React antagonists, man, I'm done with this place. And I, I, I feel and I understand his, his sentiment, right? There's a lot, a lot of hashing out and, and just bickering, endless bickering about stuff. Now, at some point, my philosophy was, you know, I just don't give a fuck like right. whatever like right but whatever like, uh, is, is is like the, the 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 enough agreed upon um path forward or the path of less resistance let's take that right but like you know um it's just like i mean that's fine um that's fine and that usually uh, works, but um, I think it's um, it's sort of you know it keeps you in like a very mediocre state because you're always like you're always like aiming for the lowest common denominator, right? Because mm -hmm. if we're like saying you know like at this point, I I I was able to make a push for. Here, like we started a new web project, I was able to make a push for server-side rendering with mm -hmm. uh, Remix, right? Oh, you're and so happy that happened, right? I am so happy, absolutely. <laughs> Especially after but, after our talk with Kent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, you know, if, if, I, if I were like, you know, let's just go with the path of least resistance, we would definitely go with like, you know some something in the in the in the realm of you know create react app or even forget about like the the boilerplate right go with something that is purely like client side render like an sba right mm -hmm. um and no, i see what you're saying right there is caveats like in anything and i'm guessing it's it's a case of pick your battles right it's it's about knowing when to when to compromise and when to like stick your grounds and fight for something like if i would have gone with the passive path of least resistance on the project i'm working right now we would have stayed on some sort of express server that was hacked and has no types and is a complete and utter mess and maybe even the project that I was working on was I wouldn't even have been hired to it because it was would have been written in Rails, right? Right. Right. And I I I wouldn't necessarily be the right man for the job. So right. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I see your point. I just ask myself, like, can we have a functioning organization where we don't constantly have these conversations? Right, because because we realize. I mean, think about our time together in like in 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 the team. Mm -hmm. um, we realize that people have different experiences and different opinions. Right? Mm -hmm. Can we create a can we can we create a situation where um, we're not forced to make these agreements all the time? You know. Um, I don't know. Like to me, what, what what I'm getting at is like thinking about like uh, working at Fiverr, for example, which is like large, you know, it's a large company with like a lot of domains, a lot of teams, a lot of overlap. Um, a lot of the time, and this is not true only for Fiverr, it's probably true for like every company. Mm -hmm. I felt like one, one of the biggest, you know, um, architectural mistakes were to um make a lot of like overlapping domains right where like you in order to like make a, a change to your build system let's mm -hmm. say for your specific project you would need 
to like come to an agreement with like 10 other people. Yeah. You know, with, that are not necessarily like a part of your team, they're from different teams, from like, you know, what different levels of seniority, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, right. can we, can we make a situation where, um, where Can't there's like all just get along yeah <laughs> not about getting along it's about like not you know trying to force uh you know this like um this this like mutual decision making process all the time yeah right like yeah it's funny you say that it's like i remember in like previous places I was at there came a point where we kind of needed or wanted like a lot of team because there was all these kind of tensions between like teams or domains or, or, or individuals then we kind of wanted to have some sort of decision making framework right like what do we want we want processes we want a way to kind of find a way forward right and I'm now political scientists right but I did study philosophy and again the the agreement of society right was based upon like the the realization of of individuals that each of them can kill each other right but it would be better if we don't kill each other so let's just get along <laughs> that that is like the the, the basis of of, of how human interaction and, and communities started right now again don't 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 get me on the exact like uh um story of that but if i if i recall correctly that's hobbes but i remember ha half of what i did in my degree <laughs> but yeah and, and it's it's still it's prevalent in, in even 2022 right it's since society has started we have tried to find a way to kind of agree upon certain you know fundamentals yeah and at some point in time and of human interaction there was a need for leaders also so my question to you is shouldn't like your position right now in your company give you some sort of um what's the word i'm looking for uh like a higher vote or more like more weight on your opinion on what should be the way forward than someone that has less seniority i know it's a question i mean i i just i don't think I don't think it's really about like, you know, you can always go the, let's say, like formal route, right? Mm -hmm. But like, typically, we don't want to do that. Typically, like, we want, you know, people to, um, I just think, I, I just think that like, that like the right way to, to, to manage the situation is to avoid being in it you know in in the sense that like yeah um but that's a problematic saying because you know some people are more introverted some people avoid confrontations some people will give in even that's exactly what I, that's exactly what i'm saying i think that a developer doesn't need to come to an agreement with more than his team members you know like uh i think that you need to have uh, all the freedom that you uh, want at the team level in your specific domain, right? To do whatever you decide at the team level, right? Uh, which is, I think, one of the problems where we get into these discussions is where you don't have that freedom as a team, right? Where you architect uh, a system. When you're talking about freedom, right? kind of actually mean autonomy, right? To, to move forward. What do you mean? I'm not following. I mean, like uh, you keep saying freedom to do it, and and again, the, a lot yeah, of yeah, times the, the, the meaning, like in what's discussed, and all the the kind of engineering uh, manager books is, is autonomous teams, right? You get right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that like let's get like you know concrete. 
don't hold the build system right uh like in the configuration files and all of that stuff don't hold that at like some platform level you know team make sure that you bundle it you know um pun intended you bundle it up in a way where a team can you know choose to um you know to um either assist. Adopt, okay. yeah yes exactly to 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 uh consume that or go on their own path right even about like frameworks it's like so you know all, people always say but look, what if we like move from one team to another like i think that uh the benefits in that regard you know outweigh the uh disadvantages um where and i think you know most of the time um most teams are going to pick pick the, like the same framework that that most of the organization works with right but i think that once you're in a situation where you have the autonomy right to to do whatever you want in your domain area mm-hmm. then it, it creates an organization where you don't need to have these conversations all the time about like you know choosing whatever like a charting library yeah well again the it's i think it's kind of a problem that's being trying that that people are trying to solve right and or some organizations and companies are actually trying to solve. so i'm i'm guessing you're familiar with thoughtworks tech radar right no no okay so thoughtworks is is a cons- a consultation company that does software for um whatever like startups companies they help out consult and whatnot and they have made this and i'm going to just share my screen with you just so you kind of see what i'm talking about and, mm-hmm. and if i can find that button goddamn zoom <laughs> so what i mean is they have this kind of method they use to evaluate tech right so if we go to ThoughtWorks uh, Tech Radar, and this is something that when I worked with in uh, one of one of places before, is we really tried to kind of go and do the same thing. Now, what they have is this graph, right, that lays apart different things. So they break it down to four chunks: so techniques, tools languages and frameworks and platforms, right? So in techniques, you can find stuff like SPA by default, right? And they have these four categories that they put everything under. So it's either hold, assess, trial, or adopt. So when some when they find something new, it goes into the trial place, right? The, Sorry, right. the assess place. Uh, then if the assessment goes forward, they say, okay, it looks nice. Let's go and put it in trial and try it in, in one team or, or something and have enough feedback and an experience with this tool or technique or whatever. And if the trial doesn't work, it goes to hold, which means don't use this thing. And if it goes to adopt, then yeah, uh, we recommend that you try and incorporate this in your workflow, right? Right. Well, like this is ridiculous. People don't operate this way, right? I mean, you can you can try and make this like as a system at the organization level, but like I'm just saying, people choose stuff because it's it 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 really they it relates to their sensibilities, right? Like for me, for example, remix remix remix. Uh, uh, um, um it, it makes sense to me because of because i have because i came up in this like php monolithic laravel world and the whole like you had me at like coding like it's 1999 right yeah. it's not it's not even about i mean i, f- I feel like pretending that like 
making these decisions is this like scientific you know quantifiable not. you got a whole industry that's been going on for decades that knows this and we call this the advertising industry right mm -hmm. they they mm -hmm. play and prey upon human emotions and, and biases that people have and the zeitgeist itself right to kind exactly of but this this is why diagrams like like this i feel like they're um you know um hurtful to the industry because they make it seem like it, it is a like rational technical thing you can apply this system and but it's not it's not it's about people's feelings right it's about like people's sensibilities and values it, it, it you know Again, that's marketing and advertising about ideas and and I, i'm just saying it's not different than anything else <laughs> right who are you gonna right. hope for but, but like that, what, that's what? exactly what that's exactly what i'm saying so we said we should stop pretending that it's different because like it's well, i agree with you man thing. i'm just trying to kind of give the cat like being the devil's advocate of course <laughs> yeah i mean i i get i hear that that you know statement all the time where like there's a right tool for the job and like we should uh you know i hate you know people say like um let's let's uh sort of um let's address this conversation in a professional matter let's like leave our feelings at the door like, like come on yeah that's not that's not that's not possible well right? not completely let's say you're dealing with uh i don't know um a math problem right i don't know there might be emotions there right about uh who who who's taking the right kind of formulative way forward with either old techniques new techniques whatever like that but the we want to believe as humans that there is a rational explanation for everything right or or a rational way that is emotionless on one hand but then again comes something and and this is this is super philosophical we're getting right and there is of course this other means of it, it, it's like sorry I'll, let me step back for a minute right everybody believed the earth was flat right <laughs> everybody like knew knows that the sun is going to come up the next day why because they believe in that they see something happening over and over and out of that they kind of induce that it's going to happen again now this is the induction problem that i don't remember which philosopher talked about and it, it's problematic because it's about cause and effect right so you can't completely correlate uh, an effect to a cause without having like real um using the, the scientific observation method right but then again comes came uh quantum mechanics and um strength theory and all those stuff that that start saying it's not just about like the facts and the actual measurable things that you can have it's also about the observant right so it's Schrodinger's Schrodinger's cat you know this experiment or, or what I'm referring to there is yeah, yeah, a sure. cat inside a sack it's either dead or alive and you don't know until you look inside the bag right so i i see it it's it's super complicated it, it's it's very nice to say let's uh stop um like let's stop trying to be completely rational and understand that we're all humans and we have emotions and every decision we make is an emotional one but right. how, how does that help us move forward you know people are also so, uh, no I, I think pragmatically you need to think about that when you architect your um system right or you architect your uh, organization in terms of you know technically um and, and the configuration thing i think is like a very like practical thing uh that people say like no i want to be able to you know i want to be able to change the configuration and, and make the change like for everybody but what's the cost mm -hmm. right like what's the cost of that or like having um this like homegrown framework that everybody needs to use 
like what's this so, so it's it, it either creates stagnation and like mediocrity where people just like like you said like the path of least resistance like whatever like somebody decided this is like what we need to use so we just use that we don't like uh question it we don't try anything new until like these like three people that maintain that like at a platform level mm -hmm. uh, make that decision for the entire company or whatever um so i'm saying they're like real practical ways to to deal with this situation and 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 create create an atmosphere where where you you you're not forced to to be in agreement with it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Why do I need to agree with you, right? Right. Like I was in a conversation like that, where we needed to agree, to agree for the ten people, right? To agree, should we use um, like some certain some open source um, table library? It was mm -hmm. like React Table. You know, should we use React Table or not? Right. Yeah. And it's and it was like you know some people are like talking about but stuff like but what if um, they publish you know a breaking change as a, as a miner and then whatever like we get that breaking change and our site crashes like let's not use third parties right yeah because the code we're gonna write is gonna be much better than a well-maintained over 100 contributors and with uh 90 test coverage and types and all that stuff exactly but i'm saying like it doesn't matter that like there's no you know what if you're like a person that's like super super skittish about like using open source uh fine like you don't use any open source in your domain but let's not create a situation where we need to come to an agreement all the time, right? I don't, I don't want to convince that person that, you know, that that worry is like ridiculous and, um, you know, and, and he needs to consider all the trade-offs and blah, 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 because obviously that person thinks that way because he had certain experiences where he got bitten right from you know that those types of things or whatever or his personality or blah blah like uh i don't i want i want him to try and convince you know try and convince the people that are around him that know him that he has relationships with and i want to convince the people that you know that i have relationships with right mm -hmm. i don't want <laughs> i don't want to convince like uh, I don't want to uh, have this discussion with like a person from like a completely different team that I almost have no working, uh, you know, relationship with him that doesn't really know me, blah, blah, blah. Like these are like not good conversations. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They're never kind of a, a good ones. They always kind of drag out and become this whole thing it yeah. becomes it becomes a pissing contest honestly right but on the other hand let me ask you this how do you come to an agreement on something i like, think that i think that like if you're in this if you're uh, trying to come to an agreement within a team where there is trust between the team members and there is a relationship between um, uh, team members, then you can, you know, um, you can uh, try and sway people one way or another. And I think they'd be more susceptible to like um, hearing you out, right? But I think generally mm -hmm. as, like a, as like a rule of thumb, I think that um that we should try and um you know give give uh liberty to to people with uh initiatives like unless un unless like your initiative is like destructive you know to the 
to the business goals, blah, blah, blah. I think, you know, and unless like there is a very, very strong objection to your initiative, I think that even if I personally don't love it, I think, you know, you should support it. That is also a problematic statement. So say uh, a developer comes and part of a team and decides, oh, we need to rewrite the app to TypeScript. Yeah, right. but that but that that is like oh, okay. So that, I'm just that it is, is like is a, a test case, right? I'm just trying. Right, to... but like rewriting to TypeScript it by itself is like not a problem, right? The, the question is how you do it, right? So mm -hmm. if if you if you come up with a suggestion that is reasonable, right, where we do it in like in an incremental way, where it doesn't really it doesn't really hold, you know, the entire operation until we're done with this uh, migration, like we did with Twin Macro and mm -hmm. uh, Tailwind, right? Right. Then I think I think it's completely like uh, reasonable. Even if I personally don't love TypeScript, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not object. I don't have like a strong objection to it, but I don't love it. But this other person. It feels really passionate about um, adding TypeScript to the project. I think you should support that, you know, person. Again, if 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 it comes up with a plan that's like reasonable, you know. Yeah, but again, but I think it's about the powers to be right. If you take this to kind of a more um, macro level, if you think about it, like there are a lot of like I've mentioned before, a lot of like hot topics debated topics nowadays you don't need to go too far and we're and i'm not referring to tech of course right now so for example what's happening in, in, in the states with roe versus wade and all like the abortion laws that's one thing you can take a look at what happened with like anti-vaccinators and covid right the question is also it's kind of where do we draw the line where where is there kind of an objective truth to something is there objective truth to something is everything in the world subjective Does yes no no matter no. there are definitely i believe that there are objective truths and objective right or wrong but we're talking about technology here i mean mm -hmm. let's think of the alternative of that like um TypeScript versus JavaScript decision, right? Let's mm -hmm. say that we say, you know, you know what? If you wanna, um, if you wanna add TypeScript to the project, then we need to sit down the whole team and we need to weigh the pros and cons of like the TypeScript versus JavaScript. Can you imagine? I mean, obviously that happened. That imagine. shit happened. I've been in conversations like that, right? And how and how do they look like? Are they good? Are they like they're never good in they're any way? Ninety percent a waste of time, right? I agree with you. Absolutely, that. absolutely. They're terrible because you can make endless, endless um, arguments cases. this way. Yeah, yeah, for TypeScript and against type and against TypeScript, you can make endless uh, uh, cases right. uh, for React or Svelte. Or yeah, what, but then whatever. it's about also influence and rhetoric and who is the one presenting, like you said before. Exactly, exactly. So that's that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like those um, conversations are, to me, completely useless. And um, so I've what do done you suggest? so many, I've done so many pros and cons tables, mm. right? In like these fucking presentations and documents and it is just a waste of time honestly like what do i i i suggest that we draw very clear ownership lines right mm -hmm. and we decide who who makes the decisions on what right and and uh, liberate people another to, conversation that's going to be hard to kind of draw lines and decide who is the owner for each and every part yeah but that's like a that's like a managerial thing i think like right that's like something that's like something you need to decide at like an organization level and yeah obviously it's very very difficult but i think that if you are if you're able to draw these like very clear boundaries then you will be 
way, way, um, you know, better off. Uh, but also what, inside the team, as I've said before, like, I think that we should, you know, em empower individuals to come up with initiatives, even if we don't like them, mm -hmm. right? And not force them to, you know, make these silly pros and cons tables and convince us, but, you know, uh, give them the, you know, the liberty to, to make an initiative and go with it. And you know what, let's just make sure that we think about like, what is like the path? What is like the U-turn? How mm -hmm. does the U-turn from that decision look like, right? And uh, be willing to make that U-turn, but like leave it up to that, to that person that, that has the initiative, you know? Uh, I think that like sitting down to these conversations where like convince me that this is like the right way or you know like the and we me and you had these uh conversations where like you say why do i need that mm -hmm. right and like the word need here is like so ambiguous it was like so hand wavy because you know obviously it's not about like this just remind me i'm sorry but and, and I'm going to quote uh, Dan Abramov, which uh, uh, <laughs> replied to me on Twitter saying, it's okay to, that words matter. It's okay to, to, to care about words. And yeah, I agree with what you're saying. And I know that there's some words that are ambiguous, some words that are offensive to people, some things that are you know, less offensive to people and some that are demeaning and some that are empowering and knowing which word to use is again, rhetoric about like what you're trying to achieve. So if you're trying to convince someone, you, you're gonna use kind of encouraging words on one hand, but kind of um, what's the, what's, what's the, the pickup artist kind of thing that they do? Um, there's a word for that as well. When you give a compliment, but it's also kind of a negging. Yeah, you kind of neg someone. You're gonna say something good but bad, <laughs> right? But I just think I just think that like it's not. I think that like when you ask somebody, you know, when somebody comes up to you and says like, "Let's integrate React hook form into our stack," and you ask them, "But why do we need React hook form?" You're putting me. You're putting that person on a path to make a pros and cons table, right? Yeah, but it's think, not about just need. But even if you ask him just why without the need, like word, whatever. Even if you ask him why, it's the same question, right? Mm -hmm. I think that like the more interesting question that will give you better results is like it is like you know um, what sort of pain do you have right that this type of library addresses right mm -hmm. or like what's your what's your motivation not like you know not like why in the sense of like but I, um but for me at least when someone asks why that is can you please explain the motivation for your for what you're trying to, to, to why are you trying to use it right that's the motivation that's the why right so okay i'm i'm just saying i'm just saying that like let's focus on like um uh, let's focus on like what makes a person you know try and, and and come up with an initiative and not like why this initiative this tool or whatever is like the best tool possible and like you know why at like a scientific empiric level it will you know meet these and these like business goals blah 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 right mm -hmm. um and also i'm 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 really trying to to ask myself is should we even question the motives you know mm -hmm. um I, I i'm leaning towards just saying like you know what um that sounds cool how about you write up like a plan of how we do that practically and let's push it forward right um and that's it you know 
uh, and that's it because like okay but know, let me let me describe something let's say say we go with the path you're kind of recommending you're saying let's let's give people the power to take initiative right and let's give them right. agency right to make change and we we do empower like say we have a team of 10 people okay just for the sake of the argument and we, we we say to everyone you're each autonomous in terms of the domain you you are in charge of okay so for again for for this little uh, mind thought we say we have five front-end developers five back-end developers okay and we tell them um okay um you have full agency and 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 full uh, and you can take any initiative you want and we'll give you kind of will empower you to do that so what could happen one person from the front end is going to push on an initiative that he thinks is to use react hook form for example and the other one is going to come and say okay we're going to uh, move from react to preact because it's going to give us better performance and then the back end guy is going to say okay but we aren't using a monolith and we want to uh break apart the monolith and do it in microservices now and then that's a good initiative so you have three ongoing kind of initiatives that are not necessarily related right but could kind of lead toward a, a, an endless spiral of, of doing and more initiatives that can come so that's up. what i'm saying it's not about what initiative it's about how right let's say that like you know um we have decided to integrate react form into our system but then some some other guy wants to migrate to preact mm -hmm. right so it's not a question about like what or why you want to migrate to Preact. You think that's a that's a great idea? That's awesome, right? I trust in the fact that that you've done your research and you come to, you came to a conclusion that is a right, you know, that is a good course of action for us. Let's just think about it. Let's just think about how we do it. Right, but right? Then you come back to a, another problem right say we're not talking about preact and let's make let's make this a little bit more extreme and say someone says we need to rewrite our app uh from react to svelte now yeah. do other people on the team use svelte or have used it or what is their seniority level or understanding outside of the react ecosystem like you you, you see where i'm going with this no, no what do you so, mean yeah, the, you're I'm saying that you're saying that that person doesn't take that into consideration maybe and okay so I, I, take initiative right so i i think that i think we should need we need to talk with that person about like listen um it is your like we have people most of our most of our team is like proficient with react and nobody has experience with svelte um as the champion of this uh, initiative you need to provide you know um, um learning materials yeah and training and guidance and you need to understand that this is something that you know will require a lot of your time and attention blah blah, blah. but not doubt the the initiative to move with swell to svelte right if that's if if that's like something that you have like a good pragmatic plan mm -hmm. of how we do that in a timely matter that the, that does not affect our ability to crank out features you know uh, i think that that we need to talk about the how not the why well i am kind of conflicted with what you're saying because on one hand I I'm all for giving autonomy and 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 people that show initiative. I'm all for that. On one hand, on the other hand, you're saying don't doubt people. That's hard for me. Again, as a philosophy major, an old philosophy major, <laughs> I was taught to doubt everything. Right? Always ask why. Always try to understand the why. Always kind of trying to find the like root cause of what is the motivation for something or what is like the 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 most atomic kind of um piece that you can from that extrapolate uh, the motivation right so right it's, i'm it's, not necessarily saying don't doubt people i'm just saying don't put people in a position where so like, you're saying assume okay. assume that, that that there's good good intentions right 
it's assume not good intention. intentions. It is. It has to do no, it's, on one hand. I don't I don't think it's about intentions. I think it's about like assume that people have done their homework and they're professionals, you know, and and even if they didn't, right? Mm-hmm. Then um make sure that they are held accountable for their you know um uh decisions and initiatives right mm-hmm. um but I, i'm not saying don't doubt in the sense that like don't try and understand the decision i'm just saying don't put a person in a position where he you're saying to them you know if you want to make this decision you need to make a fucking pros and cons table and sit the and sit the entire team down and you need to convince everybody that that is the right decision and we will cast the vote and you know if everybody's uh, you know what my thoughts it, are about this like what you're yeah. describing i think mm-hmm. that tech works better as a monarchy <laughs> or <as> a dictatorship <laughs> rather than a democracy <laughs> A lot of times um, I feel that if there's one person that says, okay. If the, if the, yes, if the dictator can like change, if like it could be like a different dictator every time, I am completely with you. And I don't think it's about even dictatorship. It's about like, it's about like a hyper, um, you know, um, hyper like autonomous uh, atmosphere where like everybody is, it's, it's like a co-op. Right. You know, where like everybody has the same, um, like everybody owns the same part of like the, 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 the company, Ooh, right? I, so, I have a feeling a Web3 kind of theme coming here now. <laughs> no. <laughs> you Are have you this more, DAO, okay? More, you have this decentralized like autonomous a, organization. Each person has a stake inside of what's happening. So you should assume <laughs> good intentions of each. <laughs> it's more of a kibbutz thing than yeah. a web3 thing no man i'm just saying that i'm just saying that like don't don't force people to sit down in a room with people and convince them that their way is the right way i feel that this has been a, a rant about how roman hates pro and con tables that's basically exactly all it is the, fun, the funny thing is i've gotten so good at them at this point you know do you have a template um, to, to share <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny i made one for um ssr versus uh csr and i posted it on the remix um general discord channel yeah And Ryan Florence really liked it. He was like, "This uh, like saying it's a great write-up, and it 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 like um, addresses like the the right like uh, points." Um, so I was really happy with that. Pros and cons. Share table. it, share it, man. So come on, write a blog post, do something like share the knowledge again. Take initiative, show initiative. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. So to, so so to so to sum up um, discussions about choosing one technology over another are not only extremely uh, inefficient and a waste of time they are also a very uncomfortable you know and, and you know like a bad thing for people to do Well, so, yeah, but if you take that again that. and you bring it up, you're saying all tech conferences, which is basically what I'm trying to do, is convince other people to use new tech. <laughs> no, no, that's not sitting I'm, down. I'm joking. I'm that's joking. That's not sitting down yeah, and no. convincing, <laughs> you know. It's like, let everybody vote. Yes, React platform and not like blah, blah, blah. That's, uh, that's ridiculous. We should not uh, do that. And we should also ask ourselves, like, why am I so, you know, when we're in these positions, let's ask ourselves, like, why am I so against this um, proposal this person is making right now, right? Mm-hmm. 
Like, is this really, is this really like the worst thing that we can do? And like, this will lead us to like a path of like, uh, you know, burning hell, you know? Mm. Yeah, well, all I could imagine was the gift with the fire and the dog, and then, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, so we're, right, buddy. it feels like we're ending this on kind of a pondering note without any resolution which is kind of like making a comparison table of pros and cons. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Good chatting. Which is like, it's like the, the infinite screens. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's recursion. Yep. We've circled back and come back to the exact same point we started in. Yeah. All right, buddy. All so right. Have a good one. And we'll see, uh, see each other next time. Yeah, man. Cheers.